keep going um, and uh, get back on track here because there's, oops, no, don't want to do that, um, because there's a lot to cover this evening and uh, the questions are very, very important. So um, what was I saying? I don't know if I forget where I left off. I think I was talking about the the, 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 I think I was actually getting ready to talk about the series, right? So um, we're at number two, so this is the month number two, but you don't have to have participated live in the last one. You can still get the recording if you want to listen to the last one in the series. So um, last month on um, March the 20th, uh, that recording is already up on the Celestial Voice podcast. Just to let everybody know that all of the recordings get released within three to seven, maybe a little bit longer, but maybe the seven, you know, because I'm traveling right now, I have to get them uh, processed and uploaded, and then um, my assistant has to upload them and process them uh, to iTunes and to the podcast, etc. So we, we distribute these recordings via the Celestial Voice podcast, um, which is available on iTunes. If you just go to iTunes and you um, put in Celestial Voice podcast with Anna Jones, you'll see it. You can subscribe to it. That's actually the fastest way of getting it. And then you'll all be emailed also once it's put up um, on on to the podcast that's on my AnnaJonesOnline.com website. Um, I mentioned the website is like a good resource. Well, all of the podcasts uh, from um, this year's uh, series, which we're the second part of the series now, um, is going to be on the Celestial Voice podcast. All of the podcasts from the messages from last year's series, the year before that series, as well as some other really good messages uh, are up on the Celestial Voice podcast already, which you can go to AnnaJonesOnline.com and click on podcast and the Celestial Voice podcast is all right there for you to download, listen to at your um, convenience, or you just can listen to it on the computer. You don't have to download it. You can also just click play and listen to it right there. Um, and so that's the way the recordings will be distributed. And like I said, um, there'll be a clean recording, either the Zoom recording will be clean recording or uh, or there'll be a clean recording here from the one that I have uh, in the room with me. Also on my website, uh, while you're there, you can look around. There's always what I'm doing, what I'm hosting on the events page. Uh, there's a video interview with me if you want to learn more about me and this work that I do and uh, this just who I am as a modern mystic. Um, that was an interview that I did with um, the the the, um, the shift network uh, in this mystic summit uh, that's a video that's up on the, the, the home page of my website as well as my bio that's up there as well information about uh, the mystical France retreat uh, to Mont Saint Michel which is a sacred site associated with Archangel Michael is also um, in the menu up there the to the uh, mystical France retreat which is coming up in September a very sacred special spiritual pilgrimage uh, in order to um, follow Archangel Michael's guidance of being able to go do some deeper work at this sacred site associated with him so there's lots up there for you guys to uh, read uh, watch uh, listen to so please take advantage of it especially the celestial voice podcast all right um, so let's get into the questions last month um, Last month, Archangel Michael, in this beginning to this series, he, he said that from the spring equinox of this year to the spring equinox of next year, 
um, which is basically the beginning of the zodiac all the way through as the sun moves through every sign of the zodiac. So uh, he he chooses this. He doesn't mention these things, but I just happen to notice. Hmm, that's what equinox equinox actually is. Spring equinox is spring equinox is uh, a, a full traveling of the sun uh, through all the signs of the zodiac. So I think that was interesting. But he said he he said that there's a theme uh, that he's chosen to speak on, and that um, also because of the way that the energies are and what's happening energetically. And that theme is amplified destiny. Um, every, all of the energies um, being amplified. So not just during this time of eclipses, not just during this time where the energies from the eclipses will continue to be to be felt, but um, and that adds an extra amplification. He's saying that this year, uh, from equinox to equinox, that this year uh, is going to be a year of um, amplification uh, in which our call to destiny is going to be uh, amplified. Also our ability, so the call is going to be amplified, also our ability to answer it, respond to it, etc. So um, that is such a big topic uh, and it's such an interesting topic. I would love to give him the opportunity to speak to us about that more. So that's one of my first questions right off the bat for him is like, is there anything further that he would like to say on this theme? I think he's planning on throughout the, 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 the next few months at least. Uh, we're in, it's not gonna be a monthly series from spring equinox to spring equinox, but it's the, the series here is gonna be from the spring to fall. So um, anytime, anything he wants to tell us about this annual series that, 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 that he can tell us about that whole theme that's going to be affecting us that entire time, even after once this series is finished, it's going to still continue, right? Uh, still going to continue. Um, and, and anything else he wants to refer to, like sometimes I think it, it gets uh, confusing to people what destiny even is. What is it? What does it mean? Um, I, I think he spoke a little bit um, about it last time. So uh, what is destiny and what does it mean? And what does it mean to uh, receive a call of destiny? Uh, I think those words resonate on a very deep level with us, but um, I, I think hearing his explanation of that uh, for us would be, would be helpful. And then how do we know? <laughs> it's like, uh, that, that's a question I get asked actually a lot a lot in private session work because I do um, uh, private session work one-on-one -on -one, uh, in which I'm able to use um, my gifts uh, in order to bring through messages and do angelic transmissions from the angels and guides that are working with you, the, 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 the person. So, And the questions are your questions in those private sessions. So um, in the private session work, a lot of people are like, how do I know? How do I know what my destiny is? How do I know if I'm getting a call? How do I know if, if, if I'm doing it, you know, how do I know if I'm, if I'm fulfilling it? So um, that is such a, a common question. Um, so anything that he can do, and of course, um, I think there's some of it that's personalized to us, so he's not going to get personal in any way. But um, if there's some answers to those things that really is um, kind of universal to us all, that would be helpful for us to know, uh, actually. So, um, and if there's some universal things that we can recognize, if there's some universal things that we can understand um, as far as how do we know what the destiny is, how do we know what the what, if we're getting a call to, to something, and how do we know if we're doing it, how do we know if we're completing it, or, or fulfilling it. Uh, a lot of times that just how question is a very big question. And um, then the other question that I have has to do with the virtues. 
Um, he explained last time that he wasn't going to speak on any new virtues at the at that moment, but he did encourage everyone listening to that. And again, you can listen to the recording of that message if you missed it up on the Celestial Voice podcast. Um, in fact, I believe that I called that last one Amplified Destiny. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that's what I what I titled it because it's the, the theme. Um, so the, the thing that... Um, he said that he wasn't going to speak on specifically that time, but that he has been speaking on regularly as the topic of the virtues. And um, this has been like for multiple series now, multiple messages going back a very long time. Uh, he, he, he frequently speaks about the subject of the virtues and has been giving some very unique teachings on them. Last time, uh, last month, he encouraged everyone to pick at least one, right? to, to choose one, to choose a virtue in which it was going to be for an entire year, focusing on that virtue and focusing on really amplifying it. He, he, he referred to it as amplifying the virtue in order to help us. So I would like him to, if there's anything further he would like to say about that. Um, I know that right away I felt like he was encouraging us to to, to, to do so, um, you know, fairly quickly. Uh, right away, I, I, I chose one and then was guided uh, actually to choose a second one. And so I chose two uh, to amplify for the year. Um, but I also have spoken to some people who um, haven't chosen yet or they're having a difficult time choosing. So uh, if there's any guidance that he wants to give on, like, how to choose, how someone could could pick one, how do they they know which one to to pick, or maybe more than one, <laughs> like it ended up being for me. Uh, if there's any uh, further instructions that he has about that, and for those of us who have already chosen and did already listen to that and do that work, uh, is there anything further that he wants to say about what it means to amplify that virtue? And then he said that last month he didn't want to speak about any virtues he hadn't already spoken of, but that he would. Uh, so of course, I'm putting out there a new question tonight. Is there another virtue that he would like to speak about? Because there's about 22, 23. Um, I was going to look up the list tonight and just didn't have time. But um, that's 22, 23, something like that is how many that he's spoken of in these uh, messages through the series of previous years even uh, thus far. Um, but he says that there's 44. Um, so which uh, if virtue would he like to speak on if he would like to speak on more of them because I've, I've, I've asked him um, what you know, how, what the 44 are and he's kind of just revealing them slowly over time. Um, and then there's one final question actually this came, this came up recently um, actually just came up this week. Uh, in, a, in a private session, um, the, the subject of the angels that are called the virtues. Um, I, I'm very curious, very fascinated. Um, after hearing all the things that Archangel Michael has been teaching on the subject of the virtues, um, he has not brought up uh, in that I'm aware of. Again, I don't always remember everything that I, like yourselves. I have to sometimes go back and listen to these messages myself because I'm in a deep meditative trance state. Um, and I'm while I'm in that deep meditative trance state, I'm allowing him to use my voice to speak through these transmissions, to transmit the energy uh, in a vocal transmission, a vocal um, auditory transmission. But really the transmission that he's doing is a, a full light activation and energy activation to all of us and to, he says, the entire world, the entire planet. 
um, on these days when he chooses to do this. So it's not just something that's only coming through me. It's not just something that's 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 happening only for those of us who are participating live. Um, in, in fact, the, the transmission, he says, comes through. The energy comes through in the recordings and for all those who listen to it because there's a, like 500 people registered uh, to receive this, um, mostly participating through the recordings. In fact, I really appreciate those of you who attend live. Thank you so much for, for doing that. It, it seems like over the years, um, people just rely too, so much on the recordings that they, they don't make the time to participate live. And there's, there is something special about it. Even though the energy gets transmitted through recordings, there is something special about um, participating live. There is something about receiving that energy at that sacred time and that transmission uh, that, that, that is sending at the time that he's sending it, even though he can send it uh, through those who listen to the recordings later. It's not quite the same. It's very good and it's very excellent to listen to it that way, but um, I think the best is, is, is doing it live. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Um, so is, is there anything he wants to say about the angels that are the virtues? Like, you know, with, there's not that much known about them. Um, the, what we do know is um, comes from uh, teachings that have been given, writings that have been done on what is called the orders of angels or the choirs of angels. And, um, you know, the identifying that, uh, that one entire uh, order or choir of angels would have been known as the virtues. So um, just putting it out there, if you would like to speak a little bit further about those angels and those beings, uh, I, I, I for one would really be interested in hearing it. And I think we do need to understand uh, the different roles that different angels play and who they are and all those things are just beneficial for all of us. All right. Um, so those are my questions. I think I went through everything that I wanted to, um, yeah, so I think I'm gonna go ahead and start the process now. So there's a process that the angels gave me. They said that if I use it, um, it will always work. So I use it for making this connection and facilitating these, these message and energy transmissions. Um, and so the process is basically uh, four things done in five steps. And those four things are praising, asking, thanking, and receiving. Those are the four things. Um, and they're done in five steps because think of it as a circle. So praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and then back to praise. So the fifth stage, the fifth step is to return back to praise again. So praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and and then back to praise again. Um, so I'm going to be leading us in a praise chant, uh, one that the angels um, also have encouraged me to use um, and um, kind of given me this chant. So I, I use it in these transmissions and to facilitate this connection. Um, the praise chant is something that is done from the heart. Um, it is being sung and you're invited because I'm not able to see you or hear you and uh, or, or you're not able to see or hear each other. Uh, somebody even asked me this recently, are you really not able to see us? I'm like, nope, no. only thing I can see is myself here. So um, yeah, so uh, you're, you're, you're totally uh, in the, your own privacy. You're able to do it silently or out loud. Um, but praise is not, um, 
uh, something that's done to boast someone up, those types of things, that's not it. It's a, it's a divine connection of love with the divine. So it's using these divine names from the Hebrew tradition to uh, make a connection through the heart, through love, um, and through these beautiful praise chants. Um, so the chant is Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Um, which is our, uh, one way of saying Archangel Michael's name. So Mikael, and the L is E-L. That's, that's an ancient Hebrew name for God, E-L, that you see at the end of Gabriel, Raphael, um, you know, Michael, which Mikael is a pronunciation of that. Just like Saint Michel, uh, M-I-C-H-E-L, is a, is a spelling for Michael and a pronunciation for Michael with, an, again, the E-L at the end. Um, so you'll see that that ancient Hebrew name L is at the end, and when we're saying Michael's name, we're not just we're we're not just like praising Michael. We're actually um, using this name, this divine name of L, and the name Michael, which translates to He who is like unto God, or or who is like God, is another translation of it. So He who is like unto God is one translation, and then uh, Who is like God is another another translation. Of it, so um, and then Adonai, Elohim. So there's two other Hebrew names that we're going to be using in the praise chant: Adonai and Elohim. Elohim is plural; it represents uh, all of God's energy, um, and the angels say that also includes them. Um, so the 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 angelic realm uh, is also included as part of the Elohim, and. Um, the uh, Adonai Eloheinu will be the next line. So Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, and then back to Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So that's the praise chant we're going to use. I'm going to guide us just seamlessly through it. Once I sing the praise chant, I'll sing it until I start to feel that energy coming in. Really, I just feel this powerful uh, energy beginning to not just descend to me, but to everyone. <laughs> um, and people say that they feel this direct connection happening with themselves. But and then I'm going to really start feeling the energy from Archangel Michael starting to, to stream and the divine energy starting to stream uh, to the planet. Is then when I go into the next phase of the asking, which is an, a, a more formal invocation type of prayer. Um, and I'm going to guide you to participate, right? So what's best is if you participate in these experiences and not try to just be a witness or an observer. You'll get the most out of it if you participate. Uh, you'll feel perhaps uh, the, the energetic connection. Lots of people feel the energetic connection with Archangel Michael during these transmissions. Um, so, uh, and, and then it also helps to create the uniting of our light, like the uniting of our energy, which is something that's also a great benefit of coming together to do this work live, is that no matter where we are in the world, we are able to connect our energies and unite our light with Archangel Michael's light uh, to, to, to participate not only in receiving this transmission, but also in whatever blessing of the transmission and whatever co-creation that the uniting of our light can actually come together for and do. So there's great benefit to participating in the whole experience as I guide you through it, um, rather than, again, just trying to um, be a, a deta detached observer of some kind. Um, okay, so then I'll guide us through the asking, and then I'll guide us into the gratitude, which is the thanking. And then um, once we're finished with the gratitude, we'll go into the receiving. And it's during that time that I'm going to go into a deep meditative trance state. And it's in that meditative trance state 
that um, I, I feel the energy really start to come through. Again, it's not just coming to me, it's coming to everybody. I'm just allowing myself to be the instrument and the vessel for it to come through in some kind of vocal way and to be transmitted in some kind of message form. Like they, they call me sometimes the messenger of the messengers. I like to think of it as just a courier for the messengers, but um, they, just being able to kind of deliver uh, that, 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 that vocal part of that transmission. Uh-oh. Looks like something happened. Okay, let's log back in. Hmm. Let me see if we are logged in already. Okay, um, can you guys tell me something blipped? It completely went off screen, but, but it seems like everybody is still here. Can somebody put into the chat, let me know if you are still here? Or did I get... Recording in progress. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. I have no idea what just happened. We are having Mercury retrograde. So, <clears throat> you know, the uh, Mercury retrograde can be also amplified by these types of things. So, um, Mercury retrograde can affect communication systems and communication devices and transportation and transportation devices. And that's like very, very common stuff for Mercury retrograde. You have like glitches in communication stuff. And then um, and then <laughs> and then to add to that, uh, the 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 eclipse. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so if for any reason it drops during the time that I am doing the channeling. Just try to stay in your meditation. That's what I'm going to suggest because I won't know. Um, I'll, maybe, maybe it'll say something or whatever, but I most likely I'm just going to stay right into the trance state and stay with the energy as long as the energy is flowing um, and the recording will be recording, right? So um, I'll only log back in if uh, I come up out of the trance for some reason. Um, and I'll log back in at the end uh, once the once the transmission is over. So let's hope it doesn't. I actually hope Archangel Michael can protect the recording here uh, and 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 keep it keep it stable and keep it steady uh, throughout the entire transmission. Um, but if it's not, again, I got this recording that is going, the one that's right here in the room with me that isn't on Zoom, right? So um, it will be all there. Um, and I'll log in whenever I become aware of it. So just so you know, that'll be the plan. <laughs> all right, everybody. So let's go ahead and do it. So um, we're going to sit back and we're going to close our eyes. We're going to make ourselves comfortable. And we're going to begin by taking some long, slow, deep breaths in order to center ourselves. begin the praise chant and you can join in with me. Mikael 
into the asking invocation part of the prayer. So the next step is I want us to all participate silently. And please join together in calling upon the presence of divine love and divine light, silently doing so now in whatever way feels right to you individually.
And then silently, let's ask to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light. Get each one of us individually. And let's ask for our light to be united. That our love and our light shine forth and shine brightly from us out to everyone who is joining in this circle of love and light, uniting our light and amplifying it. Creating a circle of love and light from wherever we are wherever we are in our homes, wherever we are from around the world, regardless of place or time. A circle of love and light that extends beyond time and place. And then let's all collectively Call upon Archangel Michael by name. Invite him into our circle of love and light and also invite him to come forth with his light activation for the earth. Invite him to come forth with his light and his energy activation for the earth, for all of humanity and for all of us. Ask him to use this also as an opportunity to translate some of that energy into words and into a message, a vocal transmission that he could speak for us. Ask him to hear the questions and concerns that I've put forth on our behalf and to answer any or all of these things. And then let's silently give him permission to Speak freely about anything that he feels is for our highest good and for the highest good of all. Then we're going to move from the asking into the thanking. And so the first thing we want to do is feel gratitude in our heart for Archangel Michael and for who he is and the role that he plays, all that he does, known and unknown to us, all of who he is, known and unknown to us. Just feel that gratitude and send out a prayer of gratitude right now for Archangel Michael and to Archangel Michael.
and our next gratitude prayer is going to be directly a prayer to the divine. In whatever way feels right to you, just send out a prayer of gratitude directly to the divine for all of the blessing of life, uh, the blessing of life itself, as well as blessings that are in your life. Just take a moment of silence to send out that prayer of gratitude right now. And now we're going to move from the thanking into the receiving. And I want you just to let yourself relax even more now to use your breathing, to let yourself go into a deep meditative listening state. Your meditation is a listening meditation. And just allow yourself to receive the words as well as the energy that Archangel Michael is going to be transmitting to us and to all at this time. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the vocal part of the transmission coming through. So what is a calling? This is the first question that I wish to begin with today. As it is I, the Archangel Michael, that has called you all to receive this transmission and to bring forth, yes, your light, your love to co-create with my energy and the energies that are shifting and moving so strongly right now. And I thank you for answering that call. So the first question that I choose to address today is what is a calling? You all know to some degree because you've received 
in some way a calling to be here, to be present, to experience this, whether it is live or whether it is through the recordings and the way that the energies transmit through them. It is something that is an energy that moves in your heart, that moves through your soul. A calling is a pull and a push of some kind, but not of any way that comes from the world around you. But from the soul through the heart and from the divine through the heart. Many of you feel it rather than hear it. It is the most common way that your callings are received. The most common way is through your feelings and feeling that push and pull through the heart that isn't an emotional tug. It has nothing to do with your emotions. The heart is an energy center that is a very highly advanced emotional energy center. But there are also these very important other functions, the heart of your heart. which plays as and serves the role as being where the soul and the divine spirit, the super soul, the Holy Spirit, whatever terminology that you choose to use also resides within and anchors and connects from within. And so a call or a calling is not a emotional push or pull, even though you can have an emotional response to your inner callings, to your spiritual callings. And many of you do have emotional responses to them. It is quite common. And that push and that pull does not come from anyone or anything externally. Although there can definitely be signs and synchronicities and people in your life and things in your life that reverberate it or echo it back to you. And that can be signs of confirmation, synchronicities, confirming it, reflections, so to speak, of what that energy is that vibrates from within and echoes out and then echoes back. But the source of a calling and the source of that energetic push and that energetic pull is never something from outside of yourself. It always comes from within the deepest heart of your hearts. Most of you feel it. Some of you just have a knowing about it. Some of you actually are able to receive something auditorily about it. Some receiving some visuals about your calling. 
and your calls. It happens quite naturally, quite normally. But it is always something that will repeat. It will repeat and repeat until that call is answered. Especially when it comes to callings pertaining to your destiny. The call of the heart that comes from deep within your heart, the knowing, the feeling, the energy that drives you and pushes you and pulls you magnetically almost to your destiny. Even if that is not 100% clear, even if you don't know, yes, like I've said, in my previous message transmission, all of what that might look like. In my previous message transmission and other transmissions, I have encouraged you to not wait to take steps in answering that call until you have all of the clarity that you might want. That's not how it works. When you start saying yes to your destiny, when you start saying yes to listening to that heart and following where that push and that pull is taking you, then all those details will start and begin to fill in step by step, moment by moment, day by day. You can't see it all. You can't know it all in advance. And you cannot wait to dedicate yourself to answering your call of destiny. As I explained last time, I will repeat it again because it cannot be said enough. It needs to be said over and over and over again. You cannot wait to start answering that call of destiny until you know everything that there is to know about it because you're only going to know everything that there is to know about it once you have completed it. Once you have completed a destiny, then you can look back on that destiny and in retrospect, the path, the journey, and all that has unfolded and see much more clearly and see the whole and the entirety with the clarity and the wisdom that retrospect gives you. But in the journey itself, it requires you to move forward one moment at a time, staying in the now, being fully present, step by step, day by day, following your heart, listening to your heart, following where that pull will pull you and where that push will push you. Especially when it comes to your destiny, the things that are pre-written, predetermined by your free will 
and the divine will prior to coming into this lifetime. That's what destiny is. And so how do you know? How will you know? You'll know by how many times it returns. You'll know it's a calling and a call to destiny if it keeps returning again and again and again. And for some of you, that is just starting. And for others of you, it's been going on for some time. But for the majority of you, your destiny is not just one thing. And it's not just something that you're meant to do. It's all that you've chosen to be, all that you've chosen to do. All of it is your destiny. All of it is in your soul contracts. It's all your destiny. And so it unfolds in different stages and cycles and different ways and in different relationships oftentimes. But there's parts of your individual destiny and there's definitely parts of your collective destiny. Very important parts of your collective destiny with each other. That the call is being amplified, as I said in my last message, and I will repeat again. That call to that destiny, to that collective destiny especially, is being amplified. And light is going to be illuminating very brightly. Illuminating that collective destiny and illuminating that personal destiny. And that push and that pull that I'm describing won't just feel it individually. You'll feel like more and more, you are a part of a whole. You all are. You're all a part of one whole collective human family. One whole co-creative collective of humanity as co-creators. And the amplification is also a part of accepting your empowerment in that. For your gifts, not anyone else's. For your role, not anyone else's. I keep referring to destiny manifesting energetically in your heart as a push energetically and a pull energetically that originates from within the divine energy that will be moving through you and through your heart that will be moving you forward, advancing you forward, guiding you to take steps that emotionally you may react to and feel as if 
you are uncertain of them or they may invoke fears and you must use the virtues to proceed. You must use the virtues to co-create the destiny that that divine energy is pushing you towards and pushing you outside of comfort zone sometimes is very much necessary for that. Not always, but even if that divine energy for that destiny is pushing you from within your heart to step outside of certain comfort zones, as I have said in the past, every time the divine asks for such a new comfort zone, a new safety zone, is protected and, and, and is created an expanded way of being able to be and know that you are safe and able to be who you are and do what you are here to do and be all of whom you've come here to be. Whatever the emotions are that you feel that come up in response to that energetic push that is coming through your heart from the divine and from the soul, use the virtues, especially the one that I encourage you all to choose. And yes, it can be more than one. If you feel that it is too difficult to choose just one, then I encourage you to choose two or three. But if you choose more than one, virtue to amplify over the course of the next year of this time period of amplified destiny, then be sure that in your amplification of them, not to just amplify them individually, focus on them individually and using them more and more and more individually, but also the way that they synergize. Because the virtues don't just work individually as powerful energies for co-creation. They work best when they work in synergy with each other. They are designed, created. They exist synergistically, and thus they work best when you work best with them synergistically. So if you choose more than one, focus on them individually and amplifying them individually and and experiencing the amplification and choosing to amplify them synergistically. The important thing is to choose, if you haven't done so already, feel free to do so at any time. I cannot tell you, your own guardian angels cannot tell you, none of us can tell you what to choose, it has to be your choice. It can only be your choice. If someone else, including ourselves, were to tell you what to choose, then it would not be free will. It must be your free will and your choice. Choosing which one or 
two or three, which synergy of the virtues perhaps to amplify during this time period where your collective and personal destinies are going to be amplified for many months to come. So responding to that inner divine push and those emotions that it will stir up and bring up by using the virtues. And then there is the energetic pull. Again, it is not originating from outside of you. If it's truly destiny, it's originating from within. The soul and the divine will, the true will of your soul, the divine will, have already reached a sacred accord for the things that are destined for you in this lifetime. Not everything is predetermined. Not everything is predestined. So much is left up to free will. But your free will and the divine will reach that sacred core prior to coming into this lifetime of the things that are in that sacred core accord in your soul contracts, individually and collectively. Yes, collectively. Things that you all mutually agreed to and agreed upon. Mutual agreements. Collective agreements in that soul contract. And there's the energetic push from within and there's the energetic pull and that pull will attract things to you, yes. It will attract you to things also. Think of it very much like magnetic energy. The magnetic force that pulls and attracts. Only it's happening from inside your heart, so it will draw you to things that resonate. It will draw you to people and to places It will draw you to things and to energies that resonate. It will draw you to learn what you need to learn, discover what you need to discover, and it will attract it. It will pull you and attract you to those things, and it will pull and attract those things to you. And I'm not referencing the law of attraction right now when I'm describing this pull and this attraction. This is destiny. This is the call of the heart. The call of the heart and the call of destiny. However, the universal laws will always apply and are always applicable. Always. They govern the entire universe. They govern the entire laws of nature, of which you are incarnate, of which you are co-creating within. And there is a very important universal law that many have named and given the t 
title of the Law of Attraction. That universal law is very real. But it is also not fully understood. The pull that I'm talking about of heart and of destiny, it originates from within. It originates from the soul and directly from the divine. It is not something that even comes originally of this world, even though it comes into this world. It is not of this world, just like your soul is in this world, but it is not of this world. That's its origination. However, as you are drawn and attracted to what you will be drawn to, as you are pulled and those things pulled to you, you'll be doing so in the world and you'll be functioning in the world and anything happening in the universe, in the material world in which you are incarnate, the universal laws apply. And so the law of attraction will also participate. It will also play a role. The law of attraction is not the call or the pull of destiny or the call or pull of the heart, but it is and it will conjoin with it. It will be a role that and a factor that is involved in the worldly manifestations as all, as all of the universal laws will be. Many misinterpret the law of attraction as defining it as attracting what you think. Defining it only as being thought-based and that you attract and draw to you only the thoughts that you think. They leave the heart out completely when they practice that. They leave the soul out completely when they relate to the law of attraction that way and work with the law of attraction in that way. Thought is energy, yes. And the universal laws govern all energy. All energy and the material universe are governed by them. But thoughts are not the only energy that you are emitting. The law of attraction does not respond just to your thoughts. It is much more about all that you vibrate. If there is a key phrase that I have used and that I would use today to summarize it, and it is so much more complex than even what this summary can give, the law of attraction tells you that you co-create what you vibrate. The energy in you and that you put out all of its vibration, every thought, every word, every action, every deed, every feeling, every emotion, 
where your consciousness is and all that is included in your consciousness, all of it's a part of your vibration. Also your soul very much is a part of your vibration. And so the law of attraction will respond also and reciprocate and be working with that vibration of the soul's pole. The energy emitting from the divine, from the soul, pulling, attracting. And the law, the law of attraction getting involved with that. And the good part about all of that is you don't have to know all of how that works. You need to apply the virtues, however. The virtue, for example, of faith. Having faith in that natural process. It's as natural as breathing, as natural as the beating of your heart in some ways. Two things absolutely vital for your life that you have immense faith in. And yet you do not consciously control. You do not even fully understand it. You're in no way, shape, or form the one. Your mind is not doing it. The mind is not beating your heart or breathing, breathing your breath. And yet you entrust it. And you have trust and faith in it. And so when it comes to destiny, and the way that the divine and the soul and the energy moves within you, and the way the universal laws respond to that, trust and have faith. Your job then is to move with it. To use the virtues to move and to flow and to manifest with it. And I can assure you that you are never called to do something that you don't really want to do on the soul level. Because again, if it is your call of destiny, your destiny is pre-written into your soul contract, you have already chosen. You have already used your free will to want it, to choose it. There are things within it that you will not feel ready for now. And so timing will be involved until you are ready. There is a natural flow to that as well. The inner push and pull and the inner calling of destiny and call of destiny will grow louder and louder, so to speak, stronger and stronger, perhaps maybe how you feel it. For those of you who do have an auditory experience of it, you may not even have words, so to speak, in that auditory experience, but you can 
even hear something that seems to become louder. Sometimes it's just your inner voice that you're hearing. The inner voice of your intuition that you're hearing. Saying, I have to do this. I can't put this off. This is something I must know. Or this is someone I must connect with. And sometimes that inner voice is also maybe saying in, in a way that maybe your mind is the needs to hear and respond to, or saying, I can no longer continue. I have to go this other direction. I have to change. I have to transform. When you have that auditory experience, of your soul's voice, of your intuitive inner voice speaking to you. Just keep saying yes to it, even if you can't figure out all of the how yet. Just say, I will. I choose. I do. I do choose. Yes. To make that happen, to make it so. It may take time. It may take a process. It may take a plan. There may be many steps between where I am and where the answer to that call of destiny is. But I say yes today. In this moment and in the next, and in the next. And any steps between here and there, taking them when I'm ready, as I'm ready, using the virtues every step of the way. If you need courage to overcome the fear, use courage, choose to amplify courage. If you need faith and trust to go with that flow, choose to amplify them. And the ones that you choose to have your primary amplification for this year doesn't mean that you can't use all the rest. You must use all of the rest. Any of them, all of them, using them whenever needed. Even though there is one or two or three that will be the core. And perhaps what I'm describing today, for those of you who have not chosen yet, perhaps it will help you to choose which virtue to amplify or virtues to amplify. But know that they are all interconnected. They are all intertwined. They synergize so well together because of how interconnected and intertwined that they are, because they are all part and parcel of the divine energy. They are all divine energy, a part of the whole of the divine energy. 
and you are meant to use them to co-create with. You're meant to use them to live and to live a life that you love. There is a collective mission that I have spoken of before, a collective mission statement that I have spoken of before for all of humanity. I will say it again here because it is also something that cannot be said too many times as there is a need for it to be reminded quite regularly. That collective mission statement is to live a life that you love, doing what you love, with whom you love, where you love, in a way that you love, for the purpose and for the cause of love. That's the summation, that's the summary that I can give you of this collective purpose statement. I'll remind you all of it in your own way as individually, and I will remind you all collectively as many times as is needed. I've mentioned that love is a virtue in and of itself, but that it's so much more. It's an energy, it's a force, it's power. It's all of those things. And notice how it is at the center of this mission statement, this collective mission statement for humanity. That in some way, shape, or form, all of you have agreed to in coming here. And if you're an old soul that has been here again and again and again, this sacred planet, the sacred portal dimension, and the sacred portal planet is enabling you to learn it, experience it, and always at that power and that living force. All that it is, and all that it is in you, because it's not just something outside of you either, it's in you. It's not just a power and a force that's outside of you, it's a power and force that's in you. Because the way that you do it, the way that you fulfill the mission is to remember always that you are a living force and presence of love. That you are here because of love and for love. And that you are love. And light incarnated. here to serve that love together together and so you've asked this channel has asked a question if there are any other virtues that I wish to speak of today There are many more. And yes, an entire realm and order of angels that are associated with each and every one of them. 
the angels known as the virtues. Each and every one of the virtues that I have named by name, there is an angel known as the virtues. That is the angel of that virtue. that can also help you. And this can, yes, very much help you with the virtues that you choose to amplify for your amplification and answering the call of your destiny. I am to encourage you to call upon, for example, if you choose hope, because there's so many people who have lost hope and feel hopeless, so if that is an experience that you're having, I encourage you to amplify hope and work with the virtue of hope. That divine energy and fill yourself with it. And also call upon the angel of virtue that is the angel of hope. If it's faith, if it's surrender, Call upon the angel of faith. Call upon the angel of surrender. The virtues help to ensure that the energy of the virtues are used for very important, powerful things. I will say that there are other virtues that I'm going to speak of in this message. The virtue of acceptance, for example. The virtue of temperance. Those two cannot be spoken of without speaking about them together, ultimately. Think of them almost as if they are like a yin and yang pair. They go together. They are most understood and most clearly worked with when they are worked with together. Because many people in their practice of the virtue of acceptance take it to an extreme, and as I've said before, the virtues aren't about extremes. And vice versa. Many people in their practice and their interpretation of how they interpret and choose to practice the virtue of temperance takes it to an extreme when the very nature of the virtue itself is moderation, the very nature of both virtues require moderation. When they are worked with together, then they balance each other and that moderation is easier. I ask to be given the opportunity to speak much more about them in depth 
for now what I want to say about the balance of the two is that the angel, the virtue angel, the angel of the virtue of acceptance and the angel of the virtue of temperance can be invoked, call upon them and ask them to help you to truly deeply understand them. These two virtues that I wish to speak more about and that I'm only scratching the surface of beginning to speak about. And, and here are all of the others. Patience, perseverance, so many. Surrender. In fact, synergizing the others with temperance and acceptance also helps you to understand them so much more. I have waited to speak in my messages about some of the virtues that I choose to speak about in this message and also the ones coming up. Because there are so many different views and so many different practices that make them something other than what they are not. The virtues, they are something that are eternal. They're of the divine energy. They are the divine energy that you are meant to use to co-create your destiny collectively and personally with. They are the energies. And if you do so, you will heal yourselves and you will heal your world. And you will manifest that collective destiny of love. And of a life of love and a world of love. Externally manifested. Acceptance. And temperance. You can sometimes even think about them as another way that the energies of push and pull manifest. The way that the outward flow of energy flows out and expands. That expansion 
outwardly. To include all, to accept all. And then the pull that draws, that magnetizes, that attracts. It brings it in. And it's a different kind of expansion. And sometimes you feel it as if it's not expanding at all. As if there's a contraction. You know through the breathing of your breath that the life force moves in you through expansion and contraction. It's not just expansion, 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 expansion. The life force moves through the beating of your heart and the breathing of your breath. The universal force moves in you through the spinning of your chakras and the way that they move inwardly and outwardly. Through expansion and contraction, the tides of the ocean, the cycles of the sun, as the sun goes through its cycles known as the sunspot cycles. the cycles of the moon as it moves through the expansion of the light, the contraction of the light. From its full moon stage to its new moon stage. This is the way the energy flows. And so when it comes to these two virtues, they work together like that. Many people do not like temperance. Choose to, in your modern day era, avoid anything that is and brings perhaps a restraint or a contraction or that brings about any form of limitation, but boundaries are very important. Many of you who are working on healing ourselves understand the importance of having healthy boundaries. That's a part of temperance. To have a healthy boundary, it doesn't become an unhealthy limitation. It doesn't become an unhealthy restraint. There are healthy and there are unhealthy boundaries. There are healthy and there are unhealthy restraints. Discipline, for example, is a part of temperance. Many of you have asked about discipline and 
which virtue to work with for discipline. And there are other virtues as well that can be very helpful for helping you with discipline. But discipline, inner self-discipline, inner self-control, inner self-restraint that brings balance, that's necessary for balance and moderation. All of this is part of temperance. And sometimes it means a contraction. Yes, it means a pulling back, a contracting, a pull that pulls back. Sometimes it literally means pulling back from something to use that virtue. Something that doesn't feel healthy or something that must be brought back into balance or in greater moderation. Whereas the virtue of acceptance is an expansion to accept what is, to allow what is, to allow yourself to be with what is. With all that is. And to be in alignment, even though it's not the same, nothing and no one ever, 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 anywhere. It's the same. There is no sameness. Acceptance does not mean sameness. And it does not mean making or trying to make anyone else the same. In fact, it means accepting yourself who you are, as you are. Accepting others who they are, as they are. Accepting time. Accepting whatever the process is, for what it is and as it is. And the expansion that has to happen in you in order to do that. The openness that has to happen in you in order to do that. It's immense. And that virtue will bring you that openness. That virtue of acceptance will take you into that openness and open you in ways that you need to open to accept what you need to accept. But all within the balance. All within the balance. In order to truly understand both of those virtues and work with them the way that they are meant to be worked with, they need to be synergized. It doesn't mean that you make your acceptance conditional. That's not the synergy. That's not the application of temperance with acceptance. Acceptance needs to be free acceptance. But you exercise within yourself that inner temperance, those healthy boundaries, those that healthy self-control, that healthy self-discipline, that healthy self-moderation, 
that healthy relationship with yourself that each of those things brings. Because when you are solid in yourself, that temperance allows you to do, then you can accept all else and everyone else and not feel the need to control them or change them or manipulate them or make them the same as you, even though that's impossible. When synergized together, these divine energies create so much of the beauty of who you are and the beauty that is all around you in humanity and in the world. You can also call upon me at any time for my help and for my assistance in co-creating any and all of your destiny. My role is broad. It is bigger than any of you know or that I could ever describe. I am a protector, yes. One of the things I protect is your collective destiny, your collective mission upon this earth. I protect that and I am to help all of you to make it so. To be who you are, dear ones. Be the love that you are. Live the life of love and the life of virtue. That allows for that love. To manifest in all of its ways. I know that you're not doing any of this alone, as I've spoke of. It's not just myself. It's not just the angels of the virtues that are going to help you with all of this. Many are amassed to help you, and many more will continue to be coming to serve, to help, to assist. We can't do it for you, but we are here to do it all with you. Now, now, and now.
that's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message and for the Archangel Michael. And then I bring and complete the process that the angels gave me back to praise again. And the praise I'm going to do here at the end is just Adonai Elohim by itself. And I ask you to please join me either silently or out loud in bringing the whole process full circle. Adonai Elohim, 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 Adonai Elohim. Deep inhale and exhale. shift and move and open our eyes and bring ourselves up out of the meditation. As we're coming up out of the meditation, I'd like to share a few things that stood out to me. First of all, I was feeling every single thing that he was saying, like everything that he talked about. I was feeling it, not feeling all that energy movement, <laughs> feeling the, the heart push and pull, you know, when he was talking about the hearing, hear, hearing all of that, um, feeling the emotions, it was quite rich as far as how much depth of feeling and experiential of almost every single thing that he said, um, and how these two virtues that he's talking about, acceptance is like this expansion, temperance is like the contraction, but the contraction, he said, is like an expansion itself because it allows for the expansion to happen. Like without the each one of those things, we tend to dislike the the we don't we tend to dislike the contraction, but we don't like we're not able to have the fullness of the expansion without it. So it was just it was just this 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 beautiful um, energy that I was seeing moving and flowing in that way. And it was also kind of circular, and, and it, yeah, I can't even describe what it was that I was seeing there when he was talking about how they synergize and work together. But it's beautiful. Energetically, however, I did get this beautiful image when he was talking, when he's mentioned there at the end that these two virtues and the way that they co-create together, synergize with each other, bring about so much beauty um, for us. Um, I was seeing just yeah, just beautiful images of diverse things in nature and animals and plants and people and this really, really, really beautiful uh, imagery that was going along with that. So super grateful for that. Um, I was very happy to hear him speak about the universal laws and if he's going to speak about the universal laws in conjunction with the virtues, I am thrilled about that because I, I, I've been wondering for some time, I've even had some conversations with a few of you who are participating in this that, about like how they work together, how they intersect, so I think he began at least with this one, this one message today to give us a little bit more information about that there's he only spoke today about one universal law he's spoken before about the law of karma and 
um, that's another universal law and the law of balance. And I felt very much, oh, and when he was speaking about temperance, I actually, he didn't, he didn't speak per se about the law of balance, but he used the word balance. And when he used the word balance, I'm pretty sure that that's when I felt that the law of balance, um, the universal law of balance very much works there and works especially with the two of them, um, with, with temperance and the way that the two of them combine. Um, very interesting. Hmm. And the fact that he wants to say more about them, so I'm going to have to make note to ask about them later in the series or maybe next time. Hmm. I was telling somebody, you know, <clears throat> recently having some conversations about this. I've been conscious channel for Archangel Michael since the early 1990s, working with him my whole life before that, but, you know, bringing through messages for other people knowing that it was Archangel Michael and asking him, asking to deliver those messages specifically by name, etc. Um, I've heard him many times speak about destiny, many times speak about virtue, you know, I've just never heard him put it all together like this, and I've, and what it, what's truly unique is I've never heard him talk about uh, amplified call of destiny the way that he's speaking about it right now. The only thing that I can compare it to were two incidences. One was the, the great shift of 2012, which we're, you know, in some massive news cycle, um, and then what he was calling the shift of 2020, right? Um, and so it seems like there's some other shift that also is happening that um, is part of this destiny. So I'm, I'm, I'm very much intrigued by it. <laughs> All right, so now we can do any questions, comments, anything people want to put into the chat. You're welcome to do so now. Um, and I will go there and look at whatever gets written there in the chant. Thank you so much, Irene. I appreciate that. Yes, very beautiful and powerful. I agree. Thank you, Jamie. I'm always so moved by these messages. I'm always like, am I supposed to talk now? I don't know what to say. I so some of you probably feel the same way, but now's a good chance to make any questions, comments, say goodbye, say hello, whatever you like to do in the in the chat. <clears throat> Let me go ahead and turn off the recording while we do that, while I check those.